Here we are in year two, episode four of the Simple Success Podcast. And this is Financial Life Coaching from a Happiness Perspective. Oh, him again. Coaching happiness. Yes, him again. When you change you, you change everything. And you like him. Well, he certainly works cheap. So on to this bit about mortgage thoughts. Hello there, DT. Hey, John. How are you? But didn't we just have an intro? Yep. And I'm good. Thanks for not asking. Here, doing my thing. Which is... You mean, you've forgotten what we do every week? Oh, I know. The weekly pod. Yeah, that's right, DT. What are we talking about today? Well, it's all about mortgage products and the mortgage process and how to get one. Ah, yes. Mortgage advice, the topic du jour. Yes, indeed. And so, if you're looking for a new home or even an old home, then this episode will help you find out everything you need to know about the strong relationships needed in getting a mortgage. What's a mortgage deal? Good question, DT. A mortgage is an agreement between you and one or more mortgage lenders to borrow money. You pay interest on the loan for as long as it takes to repay the amount borrowed and anything else you might have agreed to. Like signing away your firstborn? Yeah, like that. Plus any extra that you have agreed to pay in addition to the original amount borrowed. The total cost of your home will be the sum of all these payments. Except we're kidding about the firstborn part. Or so we want them to think. Oh, I'm all ears. Tell me more. After you tell me your cost of advice, of course. Free to everybody hearing this, DT, the lender's aim is to recover their costs from you by charging more than the rate of interest they would get if they lent the money to someone else. If you can afford to make the repayments, then you're not charged anything extra. That sounds great. Let's dive into it. Okay, Here's the first thing that you want to look for when deciding whether or not to buy a house. What's that? A down payment. A down payment? Why is that important? Because without a down payment, most people think that you can't get a mortgage. No kidding. It's true. There's lots of ways to get around that seeming obstacle. Hmm, okay. Well, how much should I put down on a house? The answer is in your credit records. As long as you can afford it, you should be fine. Well, it's not like I need a credit counselor. Yes, I was going to ask that next. So, are there different mortgages? Yes, DT. There are different types of loan mortgages. You should know them all before you start shopping around. The first one is a fixed rate mortgage. That makes sense. But what exactly is a fixed rate mortgage? A fixed rate mortgage is where the interest rate stays the same throughout the life of the loan. This means that you don't have to worry about changing rates because they won't change until the end of the term. As long as you make your payments on time. Yes, that's pretty important. It's a better use of the lender's time. That it is. Sounds good. Can you give me some example sure. loans? Here's one example. Say you wanted to take out a loan for $100,000 with a 5% interest rate. At the beginning of the loan, you'd pay back a certain amount of principal. After five years, you'd still be paying off the full $100,000, but with more of it going to principal. Wow, that's pretty cool. Right. Another option is a variable rate mortgage. With a variable rate mortgage, the interest rate changes over time. Mmm. The third type is called an adjustable rate mortgage, often abbreviated ARM, A-R-M. An ARM has two features. First, its interest rate starts low and gradually increases over time. Second, it is tied to a specific index, such as the London Interbank Rate, often called LIBOR, or the Prime Lending Rate. Ah. As the index rises, so do the interest rate and monthly repayments. And finally, there's the hybrid loan. These loans combine features of both arms and fixed rate mortgages. I see. And there are many other different types of mortgages available, including joint mortgages 
where two people share the responsibility for repaying the loan together. Okay, so now we're talking... About what? About pausing and reflecting. Taking lots of time? Yes, that and... Rather than think of it as a busy time, I advocate taking another linguistic approach and calling it... Break number one. Hello, everyone. This is John with the Simple Success Podcast, financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Because we know you want to show us some serious love in return for the tremendous benefits you get from us, please head over to the support link in our written show notes. That's the words on your podcast player. There, you can choose from a $9.99 per month doing level of support, a $4.99 knowing level, or a basic intro level of just $0.99 per month. Great place to start. Whichever you choose, thank you so much for helping us do this for you. And to leave us a voice message, which just might see the light of day in a future podcast, go to those same written show notes. You'll go to a site where you can leave a video, audio, or text-only message, depending on how you feel at the moment. You can also send us an audio file attached to an email if you use just more than your phone for stuff. I won't repeat those links because weird. And anyway, show notes. It's all in there and it's all easy. I feel really good knowing there's nothing more to talk about regarding mortgages. Great. Now, let's talk about your credit score. My credit score? Yes. Do you know what your credit score is? Uh, no. Well, you'll learn shortly, and hopefully there's no additional issues. Yeah, uh, hopefully. Um, credit score? Right. Your credit score measures your ability to borrow money based on your financial history. Do you have any credit problems? If you have bad debts or overdue bills, you may struggle to obtain a mortgage. NP. I just put a limit on credit cards. Might not be enough. I've got a whole thing on that. Thinking, thinking. Wait a minute. Do you mean I could be disqualified from getting a loan? Not necessarily. When applying for a mortgage, lenders check your credit report before deciding whether they will lend you the money. Credit reports contain information about your previous borrowing and repayment habits with different lines of credit. It's important to note that not all companies provide access to your credit file, so you should ask your lender if they do. There are many other factors that determine whether you qualify for a home loan. Like what? Well, let's start by looking at your income. If you earn more than the median household income in your area, then you probably qualify. Huh? Anything else? Yes, your financial situation. Do you have enough savings to cover the deposit required for a mortgage? The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has rules stating that the debt-to-income ratio cannot exceed 43%. But just because the bank feels that you can afford a particular mortgage payment doesn't mean that you actually can. Really? Yes, really. Well, I don't think I'm making that much right now. Don't worry. You may not be able to buy a house yet, but you can still save for a down payment. Yeah. Next, look at your debt ratio. If you have less than 30% of your total debts in revolving accounts, like credit cards, auto loans, and personal loans, then you should be fine. So... How much debt am I allowed? Well, that depends on how big your imagination is. No, gotcha. Consider whether you need to borrow large amounts of money. Lenders usually require a larger deposit if the borrower plans to borrow more than 80% of the value of the property. Most loan programs, including an FHA mortgage, require a minimum down payment of 3.5% of the purchase price. What is FHA? Federal Housing Administration. It is a federal agency that insures home buyers. You can apply online and receive approval within minutes. Can I also apply for an FHA mortgage? Not so fast, Titi. There's more to learn first. Oh, don't make this hard. Good advice. Just remember that wisdom is not an endless parade of sunshine and kittens. Right. Got it. 
How much can I qualify for? The maximum amount of money you can borrow depends on your personal circumstances. Major credit companies often approve for as little as 3.5% down. However, the maximum amount you can borrow depends on your income and assets. Assets? What are those? The stuff you have, dude. Oh, I'm a minimalist. I think. <laughs> Assets are all of your possessions, such as furniture, cars, boats, jewelry, etc. To determine whether you have sufficient assets, lenders look at everything you own. This includes both real estate and personal property. So, my clothes are also my assets? Yes, but they're not counted in the calculation of your total assets. If you have any debts, such as credit card bills, student loans, car payments, etc., these are considered liabilities. Liabilities include any massive issues with things like credit cards, auto loans, medical bills, and utility bills. No, oh, I see. Is a break an asset? Oh, that's something best kept between you and your account. Especially if there's labor costs. Yes, especially then. What are my choices? Your choices? Yeah, like listen to this break number two or what? Oh, or get yet another email newsletter. Yeah, that's it. Here's the break. Or what we'll call break number two. We know a lot about you already, because we know ourselves. For example, we know that you know how to listen to a hard podcast. We also know that you probably know how to subscribe. So as soon as you're done with that, tell us your story. We have ways you can contact us. It involves a special link where you can leave us a message. We may have an email address for you as well in the future, and we'll let you know if that happens. The reason for subscribing... I thought you'd never ask. When you subscribe, you automatically download all future episodes of that podcast. It just happens in your player without you having to go search again. How cool is that? This means better rankings for the podcast, more attention from advertisers, and more money. And this means more and better stuff for you. So your motivation is simple and easy. Subscribe today, whatever app, and from whatever place you like. And don't just try to subscribe. There is no try. There is only do. We're changing the way we look at things. And remember, that's good. Eso es bueno. Sebo. Also remember, this is financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Coaching happiness. Our call to action is right in the show notes. Find it and you win too. So, what does it cost to get a bespoke mortgage? You don't need anything custom. But there are three main costs associated with buying a home. First, you'll need to put down a down payment. Second, you'll need to pay closing costs. Third, you'll need to make monthly mortgage payments. The size of your down payment depends on your ability to repay the loan. Generally speaking, the smaller the down payment, the higher your interest rate. Is that all? No. There are other options out there. One of them is USDA Rural Development. They offer low interest rates and no prepayment penalties. Another option is conventional financing. Conventional financing requires higher monthly payments, but offers lower interest rates. Which one is better? Well, that's really up to you. Both options have pros and cons. To find out which option is best suited for you, contact your local housing authority. Besides mortgage rates, you should find out what kind of mortgage insurance you might need. Insurance? Didn't we talk about that in episode 38, toward the end of last year? Good memory, DT. We did talk about insurance broadly. Okay, so what else do I need to know? There are many things to consider before buying a house. Here are some tips to help you make the best decision possible. 1. Have a clear idea of how much you can spend. 2. Know exactly what you're looking for. 3. Make sure you understand the terms of any pre-existing mortgages. 4. Be aware of the closing costs associated with each type of mortgage. And 5. 
consider whether you would like to finance your new home yourself or go through a lender. Is it safe to finance my home purchase through a private lender? Yes, as long as you meet certain requirements. For example, lenders will not lend to borrowers who are self-employed. Also, they won't give loans to people who don't have steady employment. Are there any downsides to doing business with a private lender? Private lenders tend to charge higher interest rates. In addition, they may ask for additional documentation such as tax returns and W-2s. So, who exactly are private lenders? Well, private lenders include banks, credit unions, building societies, and non-bank mortgage companies. Although these lenders are regulated by state law, they are not subject to the same regulations as government-backed lenders, such as Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. What else should you consider? You should also think about where you want to live. If you plan to move frequently, then an adjustable rate mortgage might work well for you. These types of loans allow you to change your interest rate at regular intervals. If you prefer stability, then a fixed rate mortgage might be more suitable. With a fixed rate mortgage, your interest rate remains constant through the life of the loan. Really? Absolutely. Another thing is, will you be moving soon? If so, you'll probably find cheaper mortgages available if you're willing to wait until after you've moved. Cheap? Did someone say cheaper? Yes. Because most lenders assume that you'll stay put for several years, they often offer very competitive pricing on their mortgages. How does this affect me? It means that you'll get a great deal on a mortgage. But remember, you'll still have to pay closing costs. Closing costs? Yeah, those are fees charged by the bank or a mortgage company when you close on the sale of your current property. Close? As in closing the deal? Exactly. Why do I need to pay them? The reason why you need to pay closing costs is that the seller pays them. This is called reciprocity. Reciprocity? Yes. When you sell your house, you usually receive money from the buyer's escrow account. That money goes toward paying off your existing debt and other expenses related to selling your house. Yeah, <laughs> there's more than one story there as usual. Sorry. Anyway, closing costs can vary greatly depending on how much equity you have in your home. Equity refers to the difference between what you owe on your mortgage and the value of your home. The lower the amount of equity, the greater the cost of buying a new home. On average, you can expect to pay anywhere from 1% to 3% of the sales price for closing costs. Wow, that sounds pretty high. Not really. Remember, it's all based on the amount of equity you have in your current home. Huh? Don't worry. We'll talk more about this later. Another question is, can you afford the repayments? Make sure you understand exactly how much you will be paying each month and whether this figure fits comfortably into your budget. If you are unsure about any aspect of your finances, contact your accountant or tax advisor. I used to think that was too much information, but now I know I can handle it. I know, but we don't want you to miss out on anything important. Let me add one more important point. Okay. There are mortgage brokers who can help you figure out the best way to finance your purchase. They may also be able to buy your old home at a discount. Discount? What kind of a discount? Most brokers charge a fee for helping you with your mortgage application. In return, they earn a commission from the lender. So, if I use a broker, I'll save some money? You could, but keep in mind that there are no guarantees. A good broker should be able to find you a loan that suits your needs. Hmm, sounds like a lot of work. Eh, but it isn't if you do it a lot. Oh, yes, and practice. And repeat. And practice. And repeat. And then you'll get good. Yeah, anything else? Gracias por escuchar. Who was that? That's Daniel. He's still checking us out. Oh, okay. Poking Daniel. Soon, DT. For now, a la prochaine. Are you still here? Cool. This podcast and our other podcast are productions of Little Red Hen Industries, 
The supporting cast who helps me bake the bread includes Techno King John C. Brandy, Fact Checker Abraham Lincoln, French Consultant Virginia Mitchell, Media Expert Favoro Bossy E.K., Psychologist Sigmund Freud, Rabbit Hole Advisor Dr. Marg Parrot, Sound Designer Goodly Amo Marconi, Spanish Consultant Cameron J.K. Brandy, Videographer Alfred Hitchcock, Audio Props Lace Paul, Inspiration Napoleon Hill and Earl Nightingale. We also have a website and you can subscribe to both podcasts. You can even send us a video, audio, or text message. But of course, you'll have to head to the show notes, either on your phone or on the web, to actually get links and stuff. I mean, I could read the URLs where you can subscribe, support, or leave one of those video or audio messages, but you really don't want me to do that. And those explicit and clickable links are in the show notes. Finally, you can find us on Podmatch, where we consider guests as well as consider guesting on other people's pods. And really finally, the music for our pods comes from Cute by Ben Sound, and from Piano Background by Nick Simon Adams, both on Freesound.org. Paul.